Hey there guys, welcome back to the Unbearable Creatives. This week we'll be talking about the Netflix show Cheer, the Netflix movie to all the boys I've loved before, and the Oscars, kind of. Uh, buckle in, it'll be a big one. Let's go. All right, hey guys, we're back. You know us, Eric and Hannah. Hey, um, we are the Unbearable Creatives. And really quickly, I had a quick question for Hannah that y'all are definitely going to want to hear. Hannah, why don't you think Bradley Cooper is attractive? When did we discuss this? This was a few days ago. <laughs> she didn't know I was going to ask her this either. But He kind of looks like dirty. He looks dirty? Yeah. Do- well, one, don't girls like the dirty look? No. No? Well, maybe. I know some people who do. Girls, do you like the dirty look on guys? Raise your hands if you do. I do not. All right, cool. (laughs) You kind of do. You like Jason Momoa. He looks kind of dirty. I think, I feel like he's the only one, though. But yeah, just wondering. We were were watching something. What were we watching? What, What was he in? Uh, I don't think we've watched anything with him in it. No, we have. We literally just finished something with him in it. Um, I'm drawing a blank, drawing a blank. We literally just finished watching it. It's that movie with uh, him, uh, the friend or the girl is like being paid by the parents. Fail, fail, failure to launch. That was Matthew McConaughey. Is the main character, yes. Bradley Cooper is his best friend in it, though. That's what started the wait conversation. Wait a minute, 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 wait, wait, wait. I was thinking Brad Pitt this whole time. No, Bradley Cooper was the one you said you didn't think Bradley was attractive. Bradley Cooper. He's the best friend in yes, Failure no, Salon. Yes, now I know who you're talking about. Okay. Um, I don't think he's unattractive. I just thought he was more unattractive than the other friend. In Failure to Launch? Yes. Oh, I forget that other actor's name. I can look it up real quick. Uh, Failure to launch is not one of our topics, but (laughs) here we go. Anyway, Bradley Cooper is attractive. Like, I don't even know what. Justin Bartha. Yeah, I think he's cuter. You think Justin Bartha is more attractive than Bradley Cooper? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. Who am I co-hosting with? Okay, y'all, look up who. (laughs) Look up. Go to Google and Google Justin Bartha, B-A-R-T-H-A, and report back to us who y'all think is more attractive because it's definitely Bradley Cooper. Um, but I just thought that was a funny thing, and I wanted to share with y'all that Hannah doesn't think he's that attractive or as attractive as the other guy. Um, but yeah, so as we said at the int- at, the, at the very top, uh, we're going to be talking about cheer. We kind of said that last week too, so be sure to. Make sure you've watched here. Make sure you've watched uh, To All the Bows I've Loved Before. We don't want to spoil anything because those things are great. But, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to discuss those things right about now. Uh, but first, before we even get into that, actually, we had a pretty crazy weekend. And we kind of wanted to talk to you all about that. What do we do this weekend, Hannah? <laughs> uh, okay, so last night, which was Saturday night. Um, we went to 
a really good so it's our friend's 22nd birthday party it's mia's weekend. birthday y'all know mia <laughs> yeah and the motivation for this podcast ultimately is, is mia yeah and we went to a thai place which everyone really liked a lot mm. what was it called um malay malay in yeah. fort worth yeah but there's some in dallas too apparently well clear fork whatever <clears throat> and then um we went to the stockyards which if you are a minority <laughs> I well not even no, I, okay yes hold on hold on before we do that let's let's run through the night like let's run through like no, because I said stockyard, so we can we gotta say this now. Okay, fine. If you are a minority, I wouldn't suggest going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's like. But what's funny is I'm sorry I don't mean to cut you off. I definitely did again. I'm sorry. Um, but what's funny is for those who aren't aware of uh, if if anyone's never been to Fort Worth and has never been to stockyards, it's kind of like just one giant wild west gathering of a bunch of bars on a couple streets like it is like the hick origin you know. of fort worth like it's the representation of fort worth which is so sad <laughs> like yeah. y'all heard me talk trash about fort worth on this podcast before and if you want to understand why go to the stockyards at no. night yeah go at night at night especially but um what was i saying um it's just like if that's how you're representing fort worth that's so sad but um it's literally just a gathering of of, of a whole bunch of bars which is fine i don't mind bars but just imagine the wild west like if you've ever played red dead redemption it's a video game imagine red dead redemption but like in a more condensed space and modern day and everyone's super drunk <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and it smells and it smells and it's bad sweaty and it's dirty it smells like horses most of it and beer yeah i but, mean we had fun and we were happy to celebrate no no, no. Yet, it was super fun i don't want to talk bad on the experience like it, the experience it was, fun. was fun it's just we probably wouldn't go back no definitely not by ourselves <laughs> yeah. but what i was gonna say was i've lived in texas for the last six years i'm originally from north carolina I've lived in Texas for the last six years to attend college and all that stuff. And I've had so many of my friends recommend that I go to the stockyards. And I don't really understand why. One of those friends is in the room with me right now. Okay, this is the thing about Eric. He keeps <laughs> saying this. What? But what I keep telling him is, yes, I wanted to take you during the day. When you go to the stockyards during the day, it's different. Yeah. It's not like a bunch of cowboys and cowgirls that smell partying. It's like, it's kind of, it's more family oriented. It's like, it's like, it's still, you know, like cowboy and cowgirl, but it's like fun and it's an experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, I went when I was a kid, and I remember, like, I have only good memories of it. Yeah. But, I like, I've never in my life been at night. And, like, I would never, like, I felt protective of you and Jamarcus last night. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not even like that. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't really worried about that kind of thing last night. I was. It, 
and we had this talk last night on the drive back. It's more of like for me, and oh, uh, before I even go into like what I didn't like. First of all, happy birthday to Mia again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want this to sound like we're hating on the experience again. We had an amazing night. All of it was fun. so fun. Like yeah. literally, I would do it again if I had all my friends there. But just speaking from an individual standpoint of like what I think of it, of the place, um, I'm I I'm never like I'm never worried about myself. Uh, no, let me not say that. I'm a very guarded person when it comes to like situations like that where it's like where it looks like we're in the wild west like it it, it's a very not minority friendly atmosphere typically and i am a very extremely aware of that and like i'm I'm just a guarded person in those sort of environments however (laughs) i'm not worried about that when i have a bunch of particularly um when I have a bunch of female friends around who maybe aren't accustomed to those kinds of environments. Like we had several of our friends there uh, that were, that have never been to those kinds of places or if they have, they don't make a habit of it, right? And so like, I am more worried about those people's safety than I am my own because regardless of what, uh, like the color of my skin or whatever, I am still a, a man. Like I can still defend myself better than a young woman's going to be able to defend herself in, um, in, in any of those kind of situations. And more specifically, us young women. Yeah, specifically. No, 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 no. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, don't let me say that. Uh, specifically, the friends we had there, like you, uh, Annie was there. If you, if you listened to the last episode, you've heard Annie's voice before, um, and we talk about her all the time. Specifically, y'all, like. I'm all like, no matter where we are, even if, if we're not in those kinds of, even if we're not in the stockyards, like my number one, uh, priority whenever I'm with a female period is, and we're out like, uh, in public, like safety is the number one thing regardless. And so when it's like, it's a bunch of drunk people, regardless of the color of their skin, whatever, uh, when it's a bunch of drunk people, typically guys get a little bit more handsy, more aggressive. And once they've, you know, been inebriated, like it, it, it becomes a lot less easy to make sure everybody's safe. And all of that said, we had a great time. Like it's, See, it's funny because I didn't feel unsafe. I felt like, like worried somebody was going to say something they shouldn't say. To See, you. I'm not worried about that at all. Cause I was, Jan- I was ready to <laughs> me pounce. and Javarkas aren't just going to like, we're not like stressed about that. I am significantly more worried about someone physically trying to do something. Uh, with I, f- one of I our felt friends. like a different, and I think Jamarcus would agree. I felt like a different person last night. Like, yeah, no, no, let me explain. I felt like, I was ready to fight someone. That's and that's I don't. If that's, someone were to say, something and that's like to I don't. Know. I don't want that at all. Like that's never. Uh, that's that's not no, the right that, attitude to have at all. That's not like, that's not the dynamic that we need to have in those situations at all. Like it it should be more of a, hey, we're to have a good time. Like, everything's cool. Like everything's fine. I'm more of a low key person, so I'm just chilling. And you were too. I think a lot of our friends were. So like, we're just co- like chilling, right? And if something happens, then that's fine. Like, then we can 
deal with it. But the idea should be to make sure specifically the girls who are there should feel comfortable before anything. If, if you're a man, that should be your priority regardless of where you are. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I don't mean for us to go super long on that. Yeah. <laughs> Again, we had a super like fun time. I don't want this to sound like <laughs> we didn't enjoy ourselves. But that's just kind of where my thought process is. Uh, thought thoughts were going towards so yeah uh again me a happy birthday we love you <laughs> this sounds super serious when it really wasn't like everybody was was chill like the people we saw were cool um <laughs> jamarcus got into like uh into a few friendships I, I if you can even call them that uh with some super drunk guys so that was funny but yeah it was cool we had a good time that's that's ultimately the summation of it um and yeah so that was our weekend i just wanted to share that i just think it's funny that uh <laughs> that we went to the stockyards finally after all these people have been telling me to go and it's just like it, it, it was fine <laughs> like it, it was it was not as nothing surprising it was just like i can't believe how country this is you know mm -hmm. it so shocking. It, yeah yeah i don't know but yeah, um, so yeah, that was our weekend. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any other housekeeping things. We're also watching the Oscars. We're doing a night, like we're recording our podcast at night now. So this is kind of new for us. But we're watching the Oscars while we're um, talking to y'all right now. So if, if we like uh, interrupt or, or go to like, if we kind of break in our topic that we're discussing and to talk about something we're seeing on screen, then just be aware of that. But yeah, so we'll jump into talk about cheer first. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then uh, to all the boys I love before. Uh, again, spoiler warnings for both. Yeah, if you haven't seen them, I mean, they've been out for, uh, to all the boys I love before, it's literally been out for over a year. Cheer's been out for a couple months, uh, maybe a month or so, but you know, whatever. Uh, so yeah. Cheer. 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 Six episodes uh yeah, five yeah five episodes uh five episodes an hour each uh i guess we should probably say what it was about then uh it's basically about this squad that lives in uh oh my god corsicana texas Corsicana. it's navarro as if we haven't talked about texas enough they're actually about an hour away from us funny thing one of my old managers from the little gym um, I guess she's related to somebody on Navarro. So she and her family were at this big thing the other night and she took pictures with Monica, the coach. And, um, it was like a big, I don't know, like ball looking mm -hmm. event. <clears throat> it was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the, Basically, the synopsis, I guess, of the show is uh, it's it's a big, huge, uh, not huge, but like a very renowned uh, community college, junior college uh, cheer squad that they're that the it's sort of a documentary style thing that is being covered. And they're led by Monica Adams, uh, the legendary coach of Navarro College. She's literally won what it's. 13, 14, something like that. The, uh, 
double digit <laughs> worth of uh, national. national championships in cheer competitions. Daytona. Daytona is, yeah, Daytona is where they go to do their thing. And she's known as like in the cheer world as like the coach. Like if you, if you know, uh, if you, if you follow the NBA, she is Greg Popovich, like the San Antonio Spurs coach, like very successful, very tough. Uh, if it's not right the first time, we're going to do it a thousand times until it is right. Like just hardcore. Right. And, um, yeah, so it basically they, it it really covers every the series basically covers everything from uh, what goes on in their practices to everything that certain individual cheerleaders go through to what Monica goes goes through in her her regular life like her upbringing, um, and I think a lot of the show's appeal comes from us relating with a lot of the characters. Wouldn't you that, agree? But knowing that like. Not everyone who's good at or like is able to be on good teams or like like not everyone comes from a good place or like like a lot of the like some of these kids didn't come from a cheer background. They just like taught like knew how to do like they like were taught stuff yeah some of them kind of fell into it yeah sort of i'm forgetting which one specifically someone said they didn't pay dime lexi that was lexi who hannah hates i don't hate her you do you and annie hate her i guess uh, yeah it is a strong word you and annie are very annoyed with her (laughs) yeah yeah she's fine it's just like I think as a person, we might not get along with her too well. So that's what we always say is like, I don't think we would get along with her. But like, I feel like Lexi as a person would admit that to us too. Like she's saying, <laughs> Maybe. She, she said yeah. she doesn't get along with cheerleaders. Like, it seems like she gets along better with guys. It's, no, no, no. I was just about to say, it seems like she's like one of those girls who's like, Girls are just so much drama. Like I just get along better with boys. Like, but she uh, would. She's actually that person. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, and I guess we can. T- since we started with Lexi, we can kind of talk about all of the. All of them. No, 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 not all of them. Just some of the major characters that stuck out. Characters, people that stuck out. Um. Uh, who who should we start with? Jerry. Jerry's probably the like face of it. Yeah, he's my favorite. He's everyone's favorite. Jerry's this not he's he's a pretty big uh Well, I think we should start with Lexi first. Okay, yeah, I guess we didn't really go into who Lexi is. Okay, so Lexi, she is uh she's one of the cheerleaders who comes from a pretty pretty tough um upbringing, I feel like. Um she it's it I don't know if they explained it exactly, but it seems like she um, comes from a little bit less money than most cheerleaders usually do. She said she never had to, she's never paid for any sort of um, gymnastics or, or, or cheerleading anything. Like she's never had to pay for it just because she's just had to find a way to, um, she's had to find a way to do it without paying for it because she can't. And um, as, she, as Hannah kind of said, she doesn't really get along with a lot of the cheerleaders really, like the girl ones. She said that if she wasn't, 
on the cheer team, she might be in a jail cell. Yeah, it, 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 and so. I definitely, I can definitely see. You can definitely see where that comes from, or why she says that. I think the the people around her, yeah, are not the. She doesn't have best. the best influences, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so that's that might be why. Yeah, and so Lexi's kind of one of the first people you get like an in depth individual look at, um, and I don't know, I, like she she also just kind of speaks in a strange way. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like I'm making fun of it. It just, it, it was kind of off putting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Though. I don't either. It's kind of like, it's very like, she like draws out her words. So. Yeah. It's like, she talks like this mm-hmm. consistently. And I'm not saying that to make fun of it. I don't know why. I don't know what, like, it led might to just that. be like a psychological. It, I'm sure it is, and, and it's not like it's not like noticeable. Like not everyone would notice that, but oh, I, uh, it was noticeable for me. Uh, I think, yeah. Um, it could be psychological. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a head injury thing. Again, not to make fun of it, but like kind of how football players go through, and you see in the th- the series as well. Like they take a lot of hit. Like. They're up 10, 15 feet in the air just to smack into the ground, a lot of them. Like, it's mm-hmm. really, like, uh, like... It's uh, purposeful. Getting hurt is almost, like, on purpose. I mean, like on purpose. Well, <laughs> like, the flyers, it. yeah. They're literally flying up just to hit, like, fallen arms. Like, that Oh, hurts. that's true. Yes, yes, yes. No, I just meant, like, some of them hit their heads on the ground. Like, that. that's not mm-hmm. on purpose. Sometimes they just mess up and... Somebody just messes up and doesn't catch them. But, yeah, so that's what it kind of feels like with Lexi for me. I don't know. I'm not seeing that as, like, again, to make fun of it or I don't know what is going on with her. I just – it. I notice something a little strange there. Um, but, yeah, so that's Lexi. I don't want to spend – I don't want to spend quite that much time on all of them uh, individually, but uh, some of the other standouts. So we said Jerry, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he if you've seen anything about the show, you have absolutely seen Jerry. He is a giant ball of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, a, I don't He's, he's one of the bigger guys for sure. I don't know what the position was. What was his, is it a uh, tum- tumbler? Was it tumbling? No, he's not a tumbler. No, he's no, that's like the flips. Thing, yeah. Right? He's a base. So like he, uh, like so, base basically holds the flyers. Yeah, they're underneath and the flyers. Them. Yeah, he's like the tosser, the catcher, the. Um, trying to think. He's also the mat. What is it called? The king of mat talk. <laughs> mat talk. Yes. Yeah, he basically when you're not performing, when you're not on the mat, which is like the people who are chosen to do the flips and stuff. When you're not doing that, the rest of the team is expected to basically encourage or cheer on the people who are. So Jerry is known as being the king of that. He is always super loud and emotive and excited and just all over the place. And that's one of my favorite parts of him, just like hearing him scream. Like anytime they're performing, you always hear him screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of what he's known for. He's happy for a life that he's had. Uh for a really hard life that he's had. Yeah, his mom died of cancer when he was in high school, was it? I don't know. He was young. He was a child, for sure. 
but this family died. took him in. Yeah. And took care of him and made sure that he stayed in cheer. Yeah, it was reminiscent of the blind side, kind of. Yeah, basically. But for cheerleading. Yeah, but for cheerleading, not football. Um, all right, so, but yeah, Jerry's great. Uh, who else? Morgan. Morgan. Morgan was the... Smart one. She's a flyer. Flyer, yeah. Yeah, she's like the, like... Third um, best. Monica called her, like, the raw talent one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pushes herself too much. Yeah, takes things super critically. Uh, mm-hmm. She was... Her parents, like, abandoned her and her brother. Yeah, she lived in a um, trailer or a mobile home or whatever. Her and her brother lived in a mobile home because and her dad, was who was supposed to be taking care of her, ran off with... And got married to another lady, started yeah. a new family. Yeah. So, her, But the stepmom didn't like Morgan and her brother, so the dad bought them their own like trailer or something. And just left them, basically. Yeah. And then she was taken care of by her grandparents after that. And uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else major with her. I mean, like, her story is super, like, tough. Like, that's just an awful thing for a child to have to go through. But the fact that she's even where she's at now is, like, a testament to her strength and, you know, all that stuff. But um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh What's his name? I'm forgetting his name. You know who I'm talking about. The reason we even watch the show. Ladarius. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He's kind of the worst. (laughs) He sucks. Uh, Ladarius. So he is probably the most outspoken, for sure the most outspoken guy on the show. I would say probably the most most. outspoken guy I've ever seen in my life, which isn't even his, like, well, it's a reason for why we were like, about him yeah like i would never say like i don't think somebody should be outspoken but i think when you're not encouraging someone that's when i'm like yeah he's extremely hard on his teammates but not in the right way kind of how we said with monica like monica is monica's very tough on everyone but she also knows when to pull back and like she has a filter yeah well she has a filter and she also just knows when to like be nurturing if she needs to be ladarius is all like pedal to the metal like if you don't do it right you suck like get out of here and it's just like he's just an awful teammate (laughs) for most of the show Mm -hmm. um but again something i really love about the show again is you see that it's all everyone is kind of unfortunately a product of their upbringing Mm -hmm. in some kind of way and Ladarius is no exception. He's also been through a lot. He's gay, so he he's a he's a black um, gay man growing up in the South. Like he he's obviously with been through all a, brothers. with all brothers. Obviously, he's been through a lot, and it shows that it shows the show definitely tells you that he has a chip on his shoulder for sure the entire time, and it's obvious. Um, but it's just like what you, what you do with that, what you do with all those experiences and the anger, anger you have built up. Um, he's not always making the best choices with it. So yeah, Yeah. that's hilarious. Even though he he turns out to be pretty chill in the end. Um, but yeah. And then, yeah. And I mean, I mean, besides Monica, like if there's another face of it, 
of the show, it's Monica. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the coach, like I said. She grew up cheerleading. Uh, she went to college to to the University of Texas to get a business degree. She has oh. her master's. Oh, Billy's there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just saw Billy Eilish on the Oscars. Um, and she got her degree in business, so it's like... We're missing someone. We're, I mean, we've missed a lot of people, I think. we. But the, another big one is, uh, what's her name? The big... The little oh, blonde. yeah, well, yeah. Let's finish with Monica, for sure. Okay. And then we'll talk about her. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I guess we kind of talked about her a lot. But Monica's, like, the coach. She's the queen of the show. Like, she keeps everybody in line. The ringleader, you don't step out of line and, and or she'll she'll get rid of you, basically. Like it's like a business, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, no, but she's great though. Like she is literally like a mom to all of them. Uh something I love is obviously you kind of see that um it's a very small conservative Texas town. And so the fact that there are one, the fact that there are male cheerleaders at law cheerleaders at all is kind of a, a eye-opener but the fact that they are also gay and then like you know having to deal with all of that in the town monica makes it a point to say nobody's messing with these kids nobody's messing with my boys because you don't have a right to tell them xyz mm-hmm. like their life ultimately is their life regardless of whether i agree with it or not you're not about to be rude or disrespectful or, you know, say something crazy to them. Um, Mm. so yeah. And I love that. That's like, that is a player's dream for their coach to stand up for them, not just in terms of their sport, but also just for them to be able to be supported as supported as people. It's nice to see that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so we can talk, we can talk LeBron now, I guess. I don't remember her name. Gabby Douglas. No, not Gabby Douglas. That's, She's gymnastic. Yes. Uh, Gabby Baker. Something like that. Wait. We are. We are professional. We can figure out what her name is. I think it's Butler, actually. Yes, Gabby Butler. I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> Gabby Douglas is someone else. Gabby Butler is the girl on the show who is essentially the LeBron James of cheerleading. <laughs> and her parents are awful. <laughs> uh yeah, apparently they've gotten a lot of backlash for it, for it. As they should. Uh, they literally treat her like a business, basically, which in some ways are good is good and bad for her. But ultimately, when you need a when a child needs their parents, it's it's kind of like they're not really being supportive. Yeah. So that sucks. But she's really good at cheerleading, and she's very popular because of all her uh, past. Um, notoriety i guess with uh like her youtube tutorials i guess of of different gymnastics and cheerleading things she's gotten a lot of popularity from that and so the cheerleading world definitely knows her um as the number one person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and so her coming to navarro was like basically a no-brainer best school for cheerleading best cheerleader in the world mm-hmm. um and so yeah so she's she is gabby butler <laughs> Uh, And so all of that kind of coming together, all of these different personalities meshing together uh, is what makes the show great. And, and 
ultimately seeing them kind of grow with each other and work towards this common goal, fighting through injuries, fighting through egos, fighting through all of the things that young adults go through. Um, it's really inspiring to see. And ultimately, at the end, spoiler warning, they end up winning that year of last year, uh, the competition last year. And so it's it's just a really heartwarming thing, uh, I think, for people to see, college students especially, if you're able to see people who you can sort of relate to um, seeing so much success uh, in their lives. I think that's really important, you know? Yeah. So that's that. That's sheer. Um, <clears throat> next, we'll move on to Talibos I Loved Before. Uh, we're talking about this today because in within this next week, February 12th, Part two is coming. And I know most people may not care about this. I don't know. I don't know how popular the first one was with people, but we loved it. And this is our platform. So we're going to talk about it. And so part two is coming February 12th. P.S. I love you. Um, it is the sequel to, to all the boys I've loved. Hannah's read all the books. She loves all of them. And she made me watch the first one and I fell in love with it. And so here we are. So we're going to talk about the first one just to kind of get ready for the new one coming. And then next week, once we've watched the new one, we'll kind of talk about that one. And, you know, you know how it goes. Um, Okay, so part one. What is the girl's name? I am trying to think of her name. Um, We can look it up real quick. Laura Jean. Laura Jean, played by Lana Condor. I love her so much. Because of this movie, ultimately. Um, Looking up the cast list to make sure we don't forget someone. Um, Oh, yeah. So, Lara Jean. She's great. Um, uh, So, synopsis. Uh, Lara Jean's sister, Margo. Margo. Uh, She, the story starts with her pretty much leaving for college. Mm-hmm. And she's dating this guy. Uh, what's his name? Josh. Mm-hmm. Was it Josh? Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of depended on you to make this make sense for me, because it doesn't really make sense in the movie, since you read the book. But she, Margot, ends up breaking up with Josh, and I don't quite understand why she makes it sound like she's you know moving to she broke up with him because her mom their mom who oh. passed away taught her that um don't go off to college with attachments like don't be in love with somebody and go off to college and so that's why she broke up with him i guess that makes sense i don't know i don't think the movie fleshes it out as well as they could or probably did in the book yeah, I mean, in the book, they it, they make Margot kind of seem, like, stone cold, like, they, they make Margot look like the motherly figure, mm-hmm. and because Margot's leaving, Lara Jean has to take that place, and, um... I'm sorry. We're watching something very <laughs> odd right now. There is this commercial. If you're not, if you if you didn't watch the Oscars, I'm sorry. 
you've like sh- shut up about this but <laughs> there's this commercial on right now it's for the bachelor and pete weber the bachelor is He's literally doing sitting pottery. doing pottery <laughs> and all of these hands are coming out behind him and yeah uh, it, it's weird never mind anyway uh, yeah you were saying about laura jean, so being laura the mother. jean has to basically take that um take Margot's place because they have a younger sister named kitty kitty she's great love kitty um yeah and so yes their mother died so i guess that is kind of the, the motivation that Margot had to break up with josh and so that puts Lara Jean in a weird spot with Josh. Because she has a crush on Josh. Because she has a crush on Josh. You know, when you have feelings for your siblings, significant other, that's just, yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But unfortunate. that's how it is. And Lara Jean has written these letters over the years to every guy that she's ever loved before. Didn't we and all? And puts them in a box and i think it's she a actually box. Yeah, and, and she actually addressed them which is kind yeah, of strange but then she puts them in the box and then like not not like she just gets over them well her sister kitty really wants her to date somebody and so she sends she finds those letters and she sends them out to all these boys all five yeah um and one of those is josh so josh gets this letter and she's like oh Crap. Well, another boy that got My this man. letter is Peter Kavinsky. Kavinsky. Zach Efron he, Part 2. Yeah, and he is dating... What's her name? Um, Gwen. Her. Or Jen. Jen? Jen. Yeah. Yeah, and she is... She used to be friends with Lara Jean when they were younger. Her, Peter, um, John Ambrose, who you'll hear about in this next movie... And my other Jen, man. and then another guy, but I don't remember his name. They were all friends when they were younger, but um, they are playing Spin the Bottle and Lara Jean. Um, bottle landed on Peter, and Jen had a crush on him, and so Jen stopped liking Lara, Lara Jean. Jean. <laughs> um, but now Peter and Jen in the future are dating, um, but they break up and they date again and they break up, and so. Laura Jean, how do I explain this? So basically, Laura Jean. She's written these to, letters to. She's written to all these boys, but to Josh comes up to talk to her and she kisses Peter so that she so that Josh like thinks that they are together so that he doesn't try to talk to her about the letter. Does yeah, that, does that makes sense. It's really confusing, I know, if, especially if you haven't seen the movie. Well, we don't need to like break down the confusing parts of the plot, yeah. but just understand there's these guys named Josh, Peter. Uh, for this movie, those are the only names you really need to know. We'll talk about the other guys later. But the the basis of the story is Lara Jean and Peter uh, pretend to date so to make Jen jealous and to get. Like that part's so stupid to kind of hide the fact, like to I don't know. To it's avoid stupid, Josh. exactly. That's that's really the stupid part. Yeah. Uh, basically, <laughs> to understand exactly what we're saying, you probably, like I said last week, will want to see the movie. But basically, Laura and Peter are dating for most of this movie, and Jen is unhappy 
but eventually Laura and Peter, who were fake dating at first, start to have feelings for each other and ultimately end up dating in the end. That's all. I feel like that's basically the story. But what we love about it, (laughs) after confusing our entire audience for 10 minutes, um... I don't know. I actually don't know what I love about it. I, hearing us talk about it, I don't know if I like I it anymore. I think it's the... Well, no, I love it. Yeah. First of all, Jenny Han no, is good. so that's creative. Good. But also... It's confusing to talk about. Sorry. Um, I think it's the way that they make Lara Jean. Like, her character is so unique and, like, different, but, like, relatable. Especially for girls. And for so sure. I think that's... She is the, like, archetype for a high school girl, I would think, generally. But, yeah. Anyways, end of the story. Lara Jean and Peter start dating, really. But in this next movie, uh, John Ambrose, who I said was friends with them when they were younger, um, enters the picture. She loves her and some John Ambrose. I love John Ambrose. In the book, he is a charming, old-timey, classy guy. You know what's funny? So, at the end of this movie, right? He was in the movie. He showed up at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's how I pictured him. Right. And so the question I was about to ask you, why is it someone else now? (laughs) Maybe they want to bring... Ooh, maybe they want to do... Blasian. Well, no, I was gonna say. So, is couple. What? Who were the five? Can you name the five guys who she sent the letters to again? The Lucas. Can't. Couldn't remember his name. Lucas. Lucas is the gay black guy. Peter. Peter is Peter. Yes. John Ambrose. I cannot remember the other two. Josh. Just kidding. Josh. And I can't remember the fifth one. He's kind of irrelevant, though. Okay, so it's not like the mixed guy that we see in all the trailers for this one isn't like a different guy from the white guy we see at the end of the... No, they're both John Ambrose. That's so weird. I don't understand why they would do but that. But the John Ambrose from the first one at the very end, that's when I read the book, he is the face that Yes, I for pictured. sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so, okay, if you're... Again, once again, if you're confused, uh, th- this character character that hannah loves so much his name is john ambrose he shows up at the end of the first movie because he got his letter and he's here to win over Lara Jean. he is played by jordan burchett in the first movie but by all appearances in the second movie he's played by jordan fisher again none of y'all may not care about this but i care because i like i'm just confused why they would change change the characters or change the actors in between the movies but whatever it doesn't really matter we haven't seen the second one we don't know what's gonna happen um but yeah so that was there anything else we needed to talk about with that first one no and there's not a time we could talk about with the second one we don't yeah true without just know the second one is coming out soon is it juicy for someone from someone who's read the book yes but it's you know how people are like you have to read the book yeah I hate those people. Well, I personally would say watch the movies. Like, for me, I would have rather watched the movies and then read the book because, like, it's so easy for 
like, and also those same people say, oh, it's nothing like the book. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's disappointing. And so I think you should watch the movie first and then read the book and then you'll get more. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Well, that's that. Also, if you remember Vine slash, he's probably on TikTok now. If you remember King Batch, he's in the first movie. So if that doesn't tell you something, I don't know. I don't know what will. <laughs> also, Google King Batch. You've definitely seen him, but just as a refresher, if you don't remember. Um, yeah, so that is to all the ones I love before. I, I'm sure y'all feel so enlightened by that talk. Um, okay, so how much time do we have left? Uh, really quickly, we're gonna, we, we also had this kind of talk um, before we started. Which, which is better, Grammys or Oscars? As far as Oscars. more entertaining. Okay, hold on. No, before, no, no. Okay, hold on. Before, uh, as far as entertainment goes, as far as more accurate to like judging quality, mm. which one would you say? Because I think they're both bad, and that's what I said to you earlier. I feel like they're both bad, I and I hate both. Just Grammys. I don't really. I'm pretty disappointed in the Oscars right now. So, probably. yeah. Why are you disappointed in the Oscars? Well, there's only one black nominee in the Oscars. That's pretty disappointing. Well, for it wasn't overall, was it? I don't think it was overall one black person overall. I think it was just. That is what he said. Just one. Is that okay? Just whatever. Cynthia. Y- yeah. 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 Really? Oh, yeah. That's disappointing. That's easy. I'm for the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, like, the Grammys are kind of disappointing, too, just because, like... They pick the same... They pick this, uh, the same people, but also it's like they don't know what they're talking about either. Like, the whole uh, Tower of the Creator thing going down this year where he released an album that was amazing, but it had nothing to do with rap, and they just threw it in the rap category because... He's a, yeah. he was a rapper. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're both bad, but I, I would probably say, I don't know. Actually, it's, this is a bad question. Cause I really hate both actually. I'm for the Grammys. Mm, yeah. I can't get over the, yeah. All award shows are probably rigged if we're being honest, but, um, but yeah, I don't know if I'll keep that part in. We'll see. Anyway, uh, that'll probably be the episode for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Tell all your friends about this in- extremely engaging content you're hearing right now. Um, we've been uh, uh, teasing some new things on the horizon. I have not forgotten about that. I promise you, if you just stick with us a little bit longer, we've got a, a few surprises for you. Uh, a-, a few surprises for you. So, like I said, please, Hannah's. Oh, no, Laura Dern. Laura Dern won something. For marriage story. For marriage story? Yes, which is kind of disappointing. I I wish that she would have been for uh Little Women. Little Women. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah, that is that. Um, like I said, we have some things coming. Be on the lookout for that. I promise you will not want to miss it. Uh tell your friends, tell your enemies. Um feel free to follow us on Instagram at the Unbearable Creatives. Uh, trying to think what else. Send us emails if you want to hear uh, any specific thing um, at, on uh, at 
the umbrella creatives at gmail.com. I'm like running through all the things I, I end every episode with in my head. Um, but yeah, talk about us, tell your friends and we will see you next week. We have been the umbrella creatives. I am Eric Broucher here with my co-host Hannah McKern, and we will see you next week. Bye. Peace.